0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Roofer Report. I am Pete, your host uh, with Roofer, and uh, excited about my guest today and about our topic. Uh, you know, obviously, in today's day and age, this is a, a very pertinent topic. Uh, you know, using social media and, and the way we market, obviously, it has changed considerably. Uh, you know, and my guest today, world's greatest roofer TJ McCormick, uh, also with Restore
1: Masters. How's it going? Uh, excited to have you, TJ. I'm I'm excited to be here, Pete. Thank you uh, for having me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just uh, you know just want to get a little bit of background from you. I guess like kind of give us your backstory. I'm sure at this point most people have probably heard it (laughs) because you've been around. But uh, you know, go ahead and uh, and just kind of give us a little backstory of how you got to where you're at today. uh, You know how you kind of came into the roofing industry and then and and got to to where you are right now. Obviously, uh, much further along here than you were even just like we said about a year ago.
1: Sure, yeah. No, uh, thank you so much for having me, Pete. I appreciate being here. Um, my name is TJ McCormick, uh, also known as the world's greatest roofer. Um, I uh, am the director of national sales for Restore Masters. Uh, I run Team World's Greatest Roofer. Um, that's my uh, team name there. Uh, and uh, I got started in the roofing industry back in 2015, 2006. It was 2015, um, working for a gentleman that everybody knows, uh, LC Nusbeck. If you don't know LC, LC used to be the owner of Aspen Roofing and as well as Mad Sky Managed Repair Program. And uh, I started off in this industry being a recruiter and a trainer, uh, recruiting uh, roofing companies to come in and work in our program and then training them how to do virtual inspections of, uh, of jobs. Um, a lot of people disliked that service because it was working for the insurance company. Uh, But, uh, you know, after a couple of years of working for L.C., I decided to go work large loss uh, for another company and then uh, got myself uh, into some residential. And here I am, you know, uh, 2021, almost 2022, running one of the biggest companies in the world Um, this year. We think that we're on schedule to be top five in the world uh, for roofing um, with over 200 million dollars in sales this year. Uh, so, wow, that's um, incredible. yeah, it's, uh, some good stuff, but, uh, we'll jump into more about the branding and marketing side of how I'm pro- producing leads in a minute.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, let's talk briefly about, you know, obviously the world greatest roofer thing kind of spurred out of a little bit of COVID last year yeah. and, uh, where that, that road has taken you and how, how you've it changed the way you looked at uh you know your ability to market and the ability to use social media to really uh tackle that
1: yeah so um a year ago yesterday i got covid uh for the second time last year i had covid twice last year um and uh i got it uh, you know here it it was two days before thanksgiving last year that i got it and uh so uh, i'm sitting in my basement bedroom and i'm uh trying to find things to do to kill quarantine and uh, I'm on TikTok. And uh, I I had disliked TikTok all along because it was a new platform. Um, I didn't think that anybody else was doing it. There was no cool kids doing it, right? So um, I, I was on <laughs> TikTok and I, I could see that people were posting the craziest roofing videos that you could imagine. Uh, there was a lot of parkour videos of people jumping off of roofs. Uh, but um, doing my research, I, I found that nobody was actually out there selling or promoting their roofing company uh, at all at, at that time. Uh, at the time, uh, not to get into too much politics, but Trump had just signed a piece of legislation to allow creators to get paid for what they were doing on TikTok. And, and at the time, I didn't really know what that meant. Uh, but several months later, um, I found out that the reason that I get paid for TikTok is because of Trump. So, and and how he made it uh, a point to make sure that music creators, uh, content creators, artists were all getting paid each individually for what they do well. So.
0: Yeah, and I think it's it's interesting because I think it is kind of an untapped resource. You know, I think so many times when we think of a construction company or a roofing company, we talk about. You know uh marketing in a more traditional sense right print marketing uh door knocking you know um, you know maybe door hangers uh even just you know commercials i know companies that still run commercials on the radio and things like that you know so i think that this is for a lot of companies the thought of going this route of a more social media approach is a little you know it's a little overwhelming it's a little intimidating i think you know, to think about hey, how do we do that? Do we need somebody specific in house that handles this kind of stuff? And really, what are we going to get out of it? And I think um, you know, you and I talked once before, and I think that about it. And one thing that I found, you know, I, I ran a small business in the past, and the thing that I found about it is that it's free. Yeah, it's free marketing. It is right, like you could, think, you know, in, in comparison to all the traditional ways of marketing your company and promoting your company. You're paying for those, right? Uh-huh. Like usually, sometimes a lot of money. You know, if you're if you're hiring a marketing firm or you're running uh, these big campaigns, uh, it can get pretty pricey. It you know, and, and Facebook and Instagram and now TikTok, you know, these are free or very, very you know uh, cheap ways to market.
1: Yeah, you know, um, a lot of people fail to remember that there's two words in social media social and media, right? And, and uh, in order to, to get back to the basics of 2006, when Zuckerberg came out and says, Oh, here's Facebook, this dating app, right? Um, I, I remember looking or thinking back to my friend saying, you're not in college, and you shouldn't be on this website. Um, <laughs> but but here we go you know, now 15 years later 2021. And we're not being social, on social media we're being a lot of businesses are pushing business but not being social and and that's where i've succeeded is actually socializing with my followers socializing uh, making it not just about a brand or just about what i do at work every day uh, but actually making it about me and how i can help others and here's what i do when i'm helping others and, and I've uh, I've I've become really good at, at reaching the masses around the world.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a you know a huge point to take away from this is, got to be yourself, right? Like sure. people watch on social media, people watch people who are genuine, yep. right? Like they. They don't, you know, I don't go under to watch the Kardashians. (laughs) Like, I know that stuff's not real, right? Right. Like, I want to see somebody that's real, right? Right. And I think that those are the people that end up with the most influence and the most followers and, uh, you know, and and the most impact because they're genuine. They're like one of us, you know what I mean? Like, they're just a normal, you're just a normal everyday guy on there to the people who are watching you. And that's what they appreciate about it, you know? And I think that tends to be something that's lost, you know, especially you have this an easily influenced younger generation watching it and they think they need to be something they're not, you know, and like you're saying, it's completely the opposite. You know, right. the social part of it is really what makes you successful on there.
1: You know, um it wasn't easy for me when I first started TikTok uh, because uh, I am a retired police officer. I, I grew up in a very, uh, very conservative household where I wasn't allowed to be myself in public. I wasn't allowed to you know, uh, dance around or 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 say weird things that people might construe as as uh, being bad or something. You know, my parents would have been like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that you're doing this. Right. (laughs) Or You're embarrassing our family. Right. How many times did you hear that? (laughs) And uh, and so April happened uh, or it was March um, of this past year of 2021. um, And uh, we had a blizzard here in Colorado. Uh, We have five feet of snow in a matter of a day and um, and I'm I'm outside standing in the snow doing TikToks, and it just all of a sudden it clicked into my head that I have not been putting myself on camera. I put myself on camera, right? Physically, I'm on camera, but I had not opened myself up to being on camera. And once I made that change, literally within days, I had my first viral video. And uh, since that, uh, since April the first, I've had sixteen viral videos over a million views. I've got uh, mega viral videos at seven million views, um, and I'm at about two two point six million likes and roughly two hundred and fifty thousand followers. It's so incredible. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's incredible that it, it, how quickly it can happen. But speaking to that though, you know, I yeah. think that that's something else that I think gets missed in this is that, you know, people think. It happens overnight, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't. And it's actually it, to really do this correctly and to be successful at it, it takes work. Like it takes an investment, you know, yeah. a major time investment. I mean, speak a little bit to like yeah. how much time it took you to really get to that point, and you know what your day looked like. You know, as far right. as posting on TikTok, monitoring TikTok, or so you know, just handling social media. You know.
1: Yeah. So um, thank goodness, uh, you know, this would never have happened if COVID still wouldn't have been around uh, because I would have been out grinding every day, just like everybody else. Uh, I spent hours uh, from the time that I would wake up in the morning, uh, usually seven o'clock in the morning until sometimes twelve one. I, I remember being on live broadcasts at four in the morning. Um, and the reason that that <laughs> happened is because I had I had roughly five thousand followers in April at the beginning of April. Uh, but I had built that up from December to, to April. And uh, I was finding that I had followers all over the world and uh, they were asleep when I was on live. So I'd be like, well, shoot, I'm not getting the people in the Philippines. I'm not getting uh, the people in Australia or (laughs) South Africa or or wherever in the world they were because I don't want to forget anybody because I have people literally from every country in the world follow me. Uh, And then every day I find out that I have a new person that I didn't even know existed from uh, a faraway land. Um, and I'm like, wow, I can't <laughs> believe that you watch me on, on, uh, on live broadcast. So, but, uh, but no, let's, let let so, yeah. Um, timelines, um, posting four to six videos a day, editing those videos at back then I sucked at ed- editing videos. Um, it took me 20 30 <laughs> minutes of video. Now it takes me about two or three minutes. Um, but back then it would take me 20, 30 minutes. Oh, I got to add this annotation or I got to add this sound or I got to, edit like this. And it really, the the more uh, the more original the video, the better you do. So yeah that's interesting. And like yeah. I said,
0: like I think like we talked about, you know, the more genuine, the more <laughs> the more it seems to take off, you know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, I guess let's say I'm a roofer and I'm considering mm-hmm. using these platforms, right? Sure. Speak to the platforms. You know, we got Facebook, we've got Instagram. Now we've got TikTok in the mix. Yeah. You know, what do you see advantages and disadvantages to each, uh, you know, and, and where would you spend, you know, if I had to
1: pick one or had to pick yeah. two, you know, where would I be spending my time? OK, so um, I'm glad you asked this because I've been uh, I've done a lot of research, like uh, being a social media content creator is easy, uh, but growing yourself is hard. Right. Um, and, and understanding what's coming. Uh, a lot of people look at what's right in front of them right now. A lot of roofers uh, only want to show people what they're doing right this second. They never want to show people what they're doing in the future, and they really don't want to ever show anybody what they've done in the past, right? Um, so, <laughs> so when I when I'm talking to people, or when I, when I'm thinking of that, um, let's let's go to the question of what should they be doing right now. Yesterday, Instagram released or, or, or there was a news report all over the news that Instagram now just went behind TikTok in the 11 to 17 year old range. Uh, in the, I know that people are like, oh, my gosh, 11 to 17 year old, you're, you're promoting to them. No, that's not true. What I'm promoting to is I'm promoting to everybody because I want to be a household name. And in five to six years, when that 17 year old is 23, buying their first house and they need a roofer, I want them to reach out to me and it's because of that uh relationship that i've built on TikTok to for where they can trust that if they call me they know that i'm uh i'm i'm who i say i am so uh yeah to-
0: absolutely and i think that's a huge part of it you know yeah. but becoming that household name like we talked about it in, a, in another podcast that i did with uh with another guy um you know it, it, roofing tends to be one of those industries where it's like you know, we hire a roofer, he comes, he knocks out a job and I never hear from him again. And why, why in the roofing industry, do you not want to be that guy for them that, you know, like if I have an issue with my car, I have a mechanic that I go to, he's my guy, right? Right. Like you have that guy in all these other industries, but you don't in the roofing industry, like you said, becoming that household name, you become that guy, right? And if, if they know you and they feel like they have that Somewhat of a personal relationship with you, just from whatever it is, seeing you on social media or whatever. You know, you're the first thing. I need a roof. Oh, I yep. know this. You know, I watched the the world's greatest roofer. Let me give yep. him a call. You know,
1: when I was doing uh, my my speech at RoofCon, uh, I was talking about this on stage, and I was talking about uh, a lot. There are a lot of roofing company owners out there that dislike what I'm doing uh, by branding myself, right? Um, and the reason that they dislike that uh is because i'm not promoting a company in general i'm not going out every day and say restore masters restore masters right you need to choose restore masters uh because in all honesty most people don't have xyz roofing company in their phone they have tj roofer listed in their phone and so if they ever have a problem they're gonna call tj because tj took care of them that one time uh and you know, a lot of times maybe they do have the roofing company's phone number in there, but who who are they going to call there? And they say, oh, oh uh, is TJ there? And then when they say, okay, TJ's not there, they're going to hang up because they don't know who else to trust there. And uh, I like to build right. that trust with them that although I might be a Restore Masters now, maybe God forbid, Restore Masters goes out of business next year, but every roof or that the average for a roofing company life is less than five years. And, uh, five years from now, you know, who are they going to call? So,
0: yeah, no. And I think that's a, that's a big part of it. And you got to think, you know, the one person in that company who's developing that relationship with the customer is the salesman, right? So, you know, who are they going to look to when the time comes to, to need more work or, you know, uh, to refer someone else? You know, they're going to go to that person who they developed the relationship with. So, you know, a smart play, I think, to to kind of brand yourself, you know, even from a roofer standpoint, we have Matt Radford. And yeah. I think he's a huge part of why roofer had the success it had early on is because he more or less branded himself and, yeah. and carried roofer along with it, you know, and became a personality that people related to. Sure. And uh, and kind of made himself and roofer a household name simultaneously, you know, and, and uh, respect Matt for that. And I think he did a fantastic job of it and continues to do so uh, for us on a day to day basis here, at roofer. But, you know, uh, so I think I saw a statistic that said, um, you know, TikTok gets slated in 2022 to be the most used app yeah. in the world. Yeah. Right. So I guess, you know, and and I saw something not too long ago that said, you know, five years ago, Instagram more or less replaced Facebook and now Instagram is being replaced by TikTok. You know, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. So um, this is my opinion, right? This is not a a factual knowledge. (laughs) Um, I have a feeling that within the next two years that Facebook will no longer be what it is today. I, I don't think that it's going to be the play that people need for their businesses. Uh, now a lot of people love Facebook because like Michael Gogan was talking to me about Company Cam. Company Cam did extremely well because of uh because of Facebook and because they can promote it to people on Facebook like Roofers. Uh, I'm not promoting to Roofers. I'm promoting to people right that yeah. own houses or businesses. And uh, it's great if you're trying to utilize it for that. Um, But I think that um, just like Instagram, Instagram was more popular than Facebook at one point. Um, And now TikTok is surpassing both of those. Now, you know, Facebook had so many billions of people download their app because it's widely accessible around the world where TikTok is still is not accepted in some countries. Like it's not called TikTok in China. It's called Bitly, right? It's not, uh, or Musical.ly, excuse me. Um, it's uh, in, in Russia, it's not called TikTok, right? So it's like, um, there are still places in the world that TikTok hasn't been fully accepted. But if that ever becomes the case, um, then we're gonna be promoting brands. We're gonna be, like right now, you can go to TikTok and you can apply for a job uh, with major companies utilizing a video to give to them through TikTok. You can do brand marketing through TikTok. You can, um, brands can ask creators like myself to create videos for them to show to my followers. Uh, so TikTok is making it easier for you to put your face on camera and sell whatever it is that you're trying to sell. Um, what it's done for me personally is given me uh, uh, an avenue to recruit as many people around the world that need a job. Um, as well as, I mean, I, this is uh, 100% happened last week. We're still working on the deal. Um, girl calls uh, on my live broadcast, uh, a woman, excuse me. She's a nurse. Uh, and she says, our building is leaking in eight different places. And it's a medical center. And she says, how can we get you out here to take a look at our building? Well, we got out there the next morning hmm. within eight hours of her telling me this. We were out on top of that building with the building from uh, owner's permission. And we wrote a bid for three thousand squares in one day. And uh, and that was uh, a three, you know, three thousand square building is a lot of money to replace the roof. And the roof is completely destroyed yep. by hail that just happened three weeks ago. So, huh. yeah, we're going to have a several. job. Yeah, I mean,
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I guess speak to the success, like how much business do you feel has come directly from being on TikTok and, and, and how are you guys utilizing that, you know, to really sell roofs? You know what I mean? I think so much content is created on there. That's not like you said, you know, people jumping off roofs and all all kinds of crazy stuff on there, but No one really focused on the sales portion of it until you really got into it. And how successful has that been and how impactful has it been to the business?
1: So uh, Dimitri Lipinski and I were having a conversation the other day uh, about this uh, in general. He was asking me, how much money do I think that I've made from TikTok? But that's not a fair question because there are so many things that have happened and that are happening every day just because somebody saw me on TikTok. Right. Like, uh, like for example, I had one one job. Uh, of course, a job is not a sale until you collect money, right? But I have contracts for twenty five hundred roofs. Um, but you know, there's also uh, another person that we just recruited was recruited because of my TikTok, and he's bringing a possible hundred and twenty million dollar job with him to the table uh, for us to build. So it, it's. It's endless what the possibilities will be in in regards to money, but it could be worth billions of dollars. Yeah, that's that's, incredible.
0: That's that's incredible just coming straight from from social media. And like you said, and it's free advertising, right? You're actually at this point getting paid, right? You're getting paid to promote yourself and your business.
1: I get paid for views. I get paid in gifts. Uh, People still don't understand how the gifts work. But when I'm live, people just give me money, um, and uh, I don't ask for the money. I'm not saying I need the money. Uh, people are just giving gifts to me. Sometimes it's in the hundreds, of th- if not thousands of dollars, um, every live. That's not just uh, that's not just over time. That's right. I, I, I'm not going to tell you how much because it'll blow your mind right now. How much people have just given to me <laughs> when I'm going live. But then also, uh, I'm sponsored like by Versace now. I'm sponsored by Dr. Squatch Soap. I'm sponsored by Roofer. I'm, you know, uh, and those sponsorships add up. And, and but at the end of the day, that's not what's going to make me the generational wealth. The generational wealth from being on the social media side will be from the lead generation or the recruiting that in turn makes a sale, and then I, I make a portion of the commission on the back of that. So um, it's a it's yeah. All, And that's why I went to Restore Masters for a national company, because I wasn't able to regionalize anymore or localize to just a state. Because once I got big and I was getting jobs in Washington and New York and Maine and and Florida, all over the country and all over the world. I mean, I've been offered uh, Norway, Australia, just many different places to go build roofs. So, yeah. That's crazy. Sure. So where do you see, uh, in your opinion,
0: you know, where yeah. do you see the future of this going? And yeah. it, you know, from a roofing standpoint and a roofing industry standpoint, is it a smart play? Like, are these guys missing the boat, not jumping on this and, and getting it in into their, you know, working it into their process and working it into their flow?
1: Yeah. So everybody should be doing video. Um, and that's my marketer was telling me two years ago, TJ. You need to stop making just posts. You need to just stop taking pictures. You need to be making videos. Videos are where it's at. Like this is a kid, right? He's twenty three now, uh, but he's my marketer. He's <laughs> my, one of my best friends in the world. Uh, what's up, Carson? Um, and uh, but but Carson's <laughs> like TJ. You need to uh, you need to get on the video game. If you don't, then you're going to be behind. And I can't produce content for you if you're not making videos. And so. I have seen some some things out there in the uh, in the roofing world that scare me. Like I can tell when you're being fake on camera. Uh, so people need to remember <laughs> that they need to be like like uh, uh, Eric Oberham says: be authentically you. Right? Um, you need to be authentic. Or like we were just talking about, if you're not authentic, people will read you and they will not use you. They read through liars. But I'm not uh, vying for people. Uh, to, uh, I'm not vying for my followers to see me. I'm vying for more people to see me so I can get on the For You page where it broadcasts to the general public. Now it's not like Facebook where I only have 5,000 people who can see my content. Like the the sky is endless when it comes to TikTok. If your content is good enough, the algorithm will show it to millions of people. And, And it's not like like YouTube or, or wherever, you know, where you have your followers, like they're going to show it to people who will like watching what you're putting out there. So it, don't don't forget to make content that's just great content, because you never know when the algorithm's going to say today, OK, today we're going to give this to seven million people. You have no way of knowing that until you make that post. But you just need to be authentic. Don't make it dramatic. Don't make it poli- uh, pol- uh, political, <laughs> excuse me, um, and uh, be yourself, um, and uh, and work hard at it. it. You you know somebody that's out there right now that I'm watching that I see really doing well is uh, his TikTok name is Roofer TikTok, right? And it's Austin Bloomquist, and Austin is growing rapidly, and I see Austin as a great creator for roofing content next year. Like I think he'll be up there next year. Um, but he only has like 7,000 followers right now, but he's got six viral videos in the past three weeks and and it's because he's making good content. Uh, so, but, but, you know, getting back to what you're talking about, about money, uh, people are pouring thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases, like Lee hate, how much did he say the other day? He's putting 2 million a year in marketing. Like, like if you're putting $2 million (laughs) into TikTok. You should be getting a return of 10 million. Um, it, it's really it's five times more than what you put into TikTok is what you'll get out of it. So uh, and that's where 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 it's changing. Where you're having to pay Instagram, you're having to pay Facebook, you're having to pay Google. You're you're doing all of these marketing campaigns with SEO, right? Uh, but on TikTok, I'm over here like. I just posted a video and I made $20, you know, um, and I didn't have to pay anything. <laughs> and then I also got seven leads on the deal. So, you know, so it, it is what it is. Now,
0: what suggestions would you make for someone who's starting out? You know, someone says, you know what, let's do it. Let's, yeah. let's, you know, start producing some TikTok videos. Yeah. Uh, you know, like what, what would be like your kind of like your secrets to success? If you, yeah. if you could say like, Hey, here's three things you need to know or yep. five pointers you need to know going into this, you know, yeah. like how much should they be producing? How much should they be posting a day? Things like
1: that. Yeah. Four to six times a day, uh, out the gate. Um, and, uh, make the video seven to 15 seconds. Um, if you make those videos any longer, you, people will lose their attention. Uh, and then they're not going to watch them. Um, I tell people I'm the best seven seconds in the world. And uh, that seven seconds, <laughs> uh, it, it literally is uh, people, you have six seconds total to capture somebody's attention. So when, if you go further than that, usually people aren't gonna watch it, but what you want on TikTok is you want people to continue to keep watching the video over and over again, not just one time. Uh, those are the videos that have 150, 200 million views uh, because it captured so much attention that people just kept watching the video over and over again. Um, But make sure that your lighting is great. Make sure your color selection is great in the background. Um, Make sure it's not dull. Maybe your camera isn't the greatest. Um, You have to make sure that uh, you're you're just being you on the camera and not faking a a character and um, and, you know, just have fun, but also at the same time, you can still put your business out there and have fun. It doesn't have to be serious. Oh, my goodness. Let me show you the flashing by the chimney here that got damaged by hail. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> Nobody They, they want to see, uh, this is TJ. I, I just knocked on the door of this house, and, and now I, I'm on top of the roof doing an inspection. Hopefully, this turns into a sale, right? And then people are like, oh, where's part two? So, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they want to yeah, know what right. happened. Then. So, yeah, make it about a story. Yeah, make, make it a story about you. So,
0: very cool yeah very good insight i think that you know it's definitely something that is going to just continue to become more and more of a staple in in how we market and and honestly you know like you said you're looking at a change in the buyer as well nowadays you know and and we're getting younger buyers we're getting a generation that goes to social media a lot more than the previous group of buyers would have um, they're a more educated buyer a lot of times, uh, because of that. So, you know, uh, catering to them, you know, we were talking on another podcast and, uh, John Broch from Meredith Home Improvements said, you got to go to where the consumers are, right? Like, and I thought that was a great statement. Like, you, you know, if you got to do what the consumer wants. Like if the consumer is on Facebook and they want to get communicated with through Facebook messenger, then that's how you communicate with them, yep. right? If they're old school and they want you to personally give them a call every time, then that's what you do. And we're moving more in a direction of like this, like where they want to see you on TikTok. They want to see you be yourself. They want to see that personality and know who they're getting even before they've hired you. right? Right. So, um, you know, so some great insight, I think into, you know, where the direction that, you know, this industry is heading, uh, and, uh, you know, I applaud you for getting kind of out in front of it here Thank you. and kind of laying the groundwork there, you
1: know, blazing the trail more or less. I, I'm still not doing just TikTok, right? I'm doing the Instagram. I'm doing the Facebook. I'm doing the YouTube. And, and those accounts are growing because of what I'm doing on TikTok as well. Uh, Joseph Hughes and I were talking. Uh, he, he did a video not long ago about me and uh where he's saying you know although i understand that tj is great at at branding i still feel you need to grow yourself on whatever uh, platform that you're good at and that's truly the case just because i'm on tiktok i drive everything from tiktok to instagram to youtube to facebook to my facebook pages and then i promote my pages to the groups and and, uh and that's how i become more successful on facebook although i start on tiktok I end on Facebook or I end on Instagram. So it's, it's not just one. You have to, you have to, if you're going to be a content creator, you have to find the people that are going to watch it. So. Yeah.
0: And it really, you know, and I think this industry is in a very interesting position because the group that's watching that is changing, right? It's, it's shifting, uh, just like the platforms are shifting, I think the people who are watching it are shifting from, you know, maybe a Facebook crowd to more of an Instagram and TikTok crowd, you know. Yeah. So by covering all of those, obviously you're covering, like you said, you're looking, you're not looking to capture, you know, jobs as much as you're looking to capture people at this point. Yeah. So, you know, by spreading yourself across all those platforms, you're giving you yourself the best opportunity to get as many people as possible.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, um, I have a goal. I had a goal at one point where it was like, oh, I want 10,000 followers. And then it was 100,000 followers. And now I have a goal of a million followers. Um, But, you know, what I'm more looking forward to is being able to help more people. Now that I have a voice or or an understanding, Um, I can go and I can teach people how to do what I'm doing. Uh, And then also I can sell a hell of a lot of jobs. Um, and, uh, that's what my, my end game is, 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 uh, to not have to work one day. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, have fun while I'm doing it. So,
0: yeah. And I think, you know, that's a, that's a huge part of it is I think obviously you enjoy what you're doing there and it's, uh, you know, they always say, you know, have fun what you're doing and, and call it work, you know, yeah. and, and, and you'll you'll enjoy life. And I think that you've kind of hit your sweet spot there and definitely found something that you really enjoy doing. And, sure. uh, you know, I think it's, it's been great now that you have, like you said, you have that voice and you have things like this, like this podcast to be able to kind of spread the word and, and teach some people, maybe some things, uh, you know, to get them on board and get them doing something similar.
1: Yeah. Um, just, uh, real quick, uh, I'm going to be at door to door con next month, um, in January, not next month. Uh, speaking on the main stage about this, as well as uh, I'll be doing a breakout session at SRC Summit, April Hall's SRC Summit uh, at the end of January in Dallas. And uh, I'm always free to roofers to to talk to. I, I don't charge anybody anything. Um, I don't ever want somebody to say I gave them bad advice and charge them for it. So I, I, <laughs> I've, I've always said that I'll give roofers uh, free access to me to anything the my knowledge and and then. Uh, if you want to sell roofs and you're watching this podcast, uh, please feel free to reach out and I'll talk to you about that then too. So, you know, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I really appreciate it, TJ. I appreciate you jumping on with us today. I think, like you said, uh, some really good insight. It's a really good topic. Sure. I think very pertinent to today, and you know, definitely with the COVID kind of, you know, really gave right. a boost to this industry to go more in a uh, you know a digital way of doing things and. Uh, you know, really brought all this stuff that we were, I think, as an industry, kind of lagging behind on, to the forefront. And uh, like I said, I applaud you for everything that you've accomplished in the last year. And you know, with TikTok and and you know what you guys have been able to do over there at Restore Masters and the jobs that you guys are landing—that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's good to see. It's good to see someone embrace the technology and really utilize it to their advantage and and make the most out of it.
1: You know, um, speaking of technology. Uh, Rufar has got the greatest technology out there. I love you guys. Uh, <laughs> you just don't understand how easy it is to just go into my, my CRM system and click that I need a roofer, you know, and uh, and be able to have it within just a little bit. And, it, and it'd be just as great as the other programs that have been from the past. I'm not going to say the names, right? But, uh, but I'll say that uh, <laughs> the CADs that we get from you guys are great. And uh, we utilize them on million-dollar projects so people can utilize them on the, the regular house projects that they're using too. So
0: yeah, I appreciate that. And yeah. you know, that's something, you know, all, all, kind of the same idea as what you're talking about, you know, we're, we're in it to help, right? Like yeah. that's our goal. Uh, you know, obviously we're running a business here, but we, you know, we want to help the roofer and we want to help the consumer yeah. get the best product in, in the best way and, uh, you know, whatever we can do to help. So we appreciate yeah. you supporting us and, uh, restore masters helping us out there. So, yeah. We're looking forward yeah. to you
1: guys being able to do taper designs
0: one day soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> Always new stuff coming from yeah, us. Always no new doubt. stuff. So. No doubt.
1: Well, we'll I right. look forward to uh, uh, talking about you guys at uh, at those conferences coming up. And thank you guys for uh, thinking about me too.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate you taking the time with us today.
1: Yep, no doubt, man.